Should we do a th- three, two, one? Let's have fun. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Let's, Let's have, have fun. fun. <clears throat> Should we? Was that? So you were in time with me just then? Yeah. On your okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's just deviating from our normal three, two, one music is just a bit scary. It freaks so me out. I was just touching bass. Yeah. Um, Thank you for doing. Shall we that. do three, two, one music again? Just to <clears throat> three, okay, let's get two, to one music. music. That was good. Wow, that's a hell of a delay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the show Music Rules. It's a show where we talk about music, musical topics, and we have music-related discussions with two music-related guys. I'm your host, yes, I- Fen, and this is your other host, Jack. Say hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Oh, <laughs> oh. sorry. I just was worried someone was leaving with my car. Oh, my God. <laughs> and when people say my name, hi, Fen, it sounds like a form mm. of punctuation. Oh, my goodness. That would explain why I look at you and I just see a little dash or a dashing <laughs> dashing young man. And when I was looking at you just before, I saw your face plastered with a smile, completely frozen for a moment or two. And it made me think that what I'd said was very, very enjoyable to you. <laughs> And what a nice yep. feeling on a Thursday morning. Mm, yeah. A little bit dusty. Not too dusty. Banking some episodes. Dusty. Not too many. I keep hearing this term dusty. Um, yeah. From, you don't vibe with it? I mean, it's it's fine. I just feel like I've never heard it until this year. And now I keep he- hearing people talk about being dusty. I'm like, what? I really like what, it as like you a hangover. Stand under dust particles for several hours. Um, Were you no, perhaps it's, it's a good, lying on the floor? You know what? It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's fine. Yeah, it's kind of like inoffensive. I'm just like, is this it a doesn't new? Doesn't mean you're really hungover. But... Is this a new word that I haven't heard of before? Um, until this very year. 2023, the year of the dust. Yeah, dust yep. three. All right. So, we're talking about a band today that is not very dusty, presumably. So, basically, the story about how I found this band, because I'm much more interested in stories about how people come across music than music itself sometimes. But I was in Canberra with Basil's Kite and we were touring. And Isaac, the drummer, he was like, you have to put this song on. You have to do it. And I was like, mm, I don't really want to that badly. And he's like, yeah, it's called Songwriter X and the Skeleton Band, Fell in a Well. And I was like, <laughs> mm, you know, I don't, not really in the mood. And then he kind of talked me into it. You know, I was, I, I'm a driver, you know, I'd been driving a while. Yeah. I didn't really want to just put on whatever. I was no. in a bit of a, bit of a zone. Yeah. Um, So I relented and I, played this song and instantly I was just so struck by how unique and how kind of uncanny it is. Hmm. Um, yeah, it definitely has that feeling of like outsider art, like something where just somebody yeah. is so completely doing their own thing. Um, yeah. 
doing their own thing, my apologies, um, that it just becomes, yeah, its own genre onto itself in some ways. Yeah, I think the way that this band kind of gained notoriety is there was a guy called Internet Historian, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. He's like a YouTuber and he found Songwriter X and the Skeleton Band. I might have said Magic Band before. Songwriter X and the Skeleton Band. He found them and they had this, they have this really iconic uh, green screen video for Fell in a Whirl. I mean, they, they've got lots of great iconic videos for like most of their songs, but... You'll just have to imagine they, those videos in your mind's eye, dear listener. Yeah, this is audio only, unfortunately, but um, yeah, look it up. It's It's fantastic. It's so over the top. You can tell that this guy, um, I think his name is, what is it? Xavier Calvera. He's got like a kind of a good home studio set up and maybe like a good setup for like doing video production. And he has a way of doing things and he does it impeccably every time. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it's so fun. It's such fun music. Um, I think that's kind of the main theme of this episode probably is the fact that it's really unashamed, really sincere, really fun music. Yeah. And yeah. Can't wait. Maybe before we play a song, I'm just going to quickly talk about Xavier. So Xavier seems to be the kind of main driving force behind this project. His full name is Z Xavier Calvera, singer-songwriter born in Cuba, came to the US in at 14 and started on rock and roll. Rock till you die. That is Xavier's Twitter bio. Wow. That's awesome. Extremely strong Twitter bio. It's a great yeah. Twitter bio. Yeah. So maybe we'll open this up. Actually, with... can you uh, shut up for one second? I just want to... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of Skeleton X rock and roll energy... That we're channeling for this episode. Yeah. Telling people to shut up so you can chew loudly into a microphone. <laughs> this this is a sort of power that you only acquire by doing 19 episodes of music commentary. That's right. This is the only Climbing music those. commentary podcast where somebody loudly chews toast into the microphone. Well, actually, there probably That's are right. others. Do you know that we're the, the 131 most listened to music commentary podcast in Japan at this very moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an absolute freak for these statistics. That is we were so like funny. I we know were like why 17th. as well. <laughs> yeah, I know why also. But we were like 17th for a little while in Australia. And then yeah. we just got blown off the charts completely because I have no idea how it works. Um. And then we, but we have remained Japan's 131st most listened to music commentary podcast. It's funny because I know of one person in Japan who's definitely listening, which is my brother. Mm. <laughs> Shout out. Um, so it's so funny, like just him single-handedly, I think, is making it. <laughs> Carrying this. Yeah. To yeah. number 131. I got, I got maybe like two Japanese friends who could be listening. Yeah. Um, so maybe all those people together. There's three people. Makes the 131st most popular podcast in Japan. Wow. Yep. So thank you. 
our Japanese friends. And I just have this to say to you. Go, go menasai. <laughs> I think I just said sorry. Yeah. <laughs> In like formal language. I was grasping for my Japanese knowledge. And the first thing I had come to was sorry. Um, cool. Without further ado, let's play Fell in a Well by Songwriter X and the Magic Band. Three, two, one, Fell in a Well. I don't need to die 
Say you're gonna live with me, my little butterfly There's two great things about Songwriter X and the Skeleton Band's song Fell in a Well. The first great thing, the first great thing was watching the video for the first time by myself. The second greatest thing was watching you watch the video for the first time (laughs) on screen. I did not realize you were watching me. I just had this like really delighted uh, look on my face the entire time. It's just so delightful. I've got two monitors and I had I had you on one and the video on the other. Nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was so... Wow, that was so great. How do I describe how I feel about it? It was just so... Well, I, maybe I can just quote the song. The moral of the story. Or oh, this is the video, not the song. All's well that ends well. Just don't fall into one. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, final you can text. tell... It just seems like it's like it's so fun and it's just like this guy and all of his friends just having fun and like doing their thing or, you know, Mm. all contributing to this guy's crazy vision. (laughs) Yeah. I I love um, there's so many amazing characters and I'm going to try not to talk too much about the video because this is primarily a song podcast, but the there is so many fun characters in the video and my favorite one is the guy in the fedora the kind of like older the old guy older yeah with dude. no costume yeah. on <laughs> yeah Who with no he? costume and like a leather hat <laughs> i kept trying to like figure out what his role was in this video and he um he sort of helped to pull out who i presume is xavier um yeah or songwriter x with the the mask on he pulls him out of the well and then kisses him on the forehead <laughs> it's so cute maybe it's his dad Uh, or something yeah it does seem like i saw a lot of the same last name uh in the credits and i assume that those kids that are there are his kids Um, yeah yeah so it seems like yeah it's just like this guy's whole extended family just uh yeah they're either operating the camera or they're like in skeleton costumes or it's so funny it's so good yeah yeah there's like for for the for the listener the video is kind of has two main scenes there's the well inside the well which is sort of this like really um really wild like kind of image of like stalactites is it stalactites are they the one that hang from the roof um yeah stalactites or stalagmites i don't know i think it's the mites because the mnemonic device i remembered was stalagmites they might fall oh yeah i'm not going to bother checking that so don't trust anything you hear on this podcast (laughs) it could be wrong (laughs) but um yeah it's just this this xavier sitting in this world with stalactites around and um and then the other one is like him and all these friends trying to pull him out of the well and they're all dressed as like the grim reaper in skeleton (laughs) outfits uh, except for our friend in the fedora the leather fedora 
What a legend. Yeah, who's wearing... He's the only like human. A, he's the only human. It looks like he might be wearing a piano piano slacks, like piano key slacks or something. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, we should talk about the song, huh? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's go back to the song. So It's beautifully melodic. Like, every part of it is just filled with melody and sounds really yeah. nicely produced, like all the instruments. Yeah, it it is quite well produced. If if this is Xavier producing it, then well done. You uh yeah. You you got all the gear and you know you know how to how to produce songs and you know videos how to work really it, easy. Man. You, you know, know how, how to work to, it. You know how to do it. Yeah. I think probably the most striking part of this song for me is and and probably just this band in general is um is Xavier's intonation and Xavier's affectation while he sings. Yeah. It's like a, I guess like being, like maybe being born in Cuba, maybe English is his second language. I don't know. Um, it's kind of, you sort of presume that. Um, and the way he sings, it's very like warm and kind of throaty, if that makes yeah. sense. There's also it's a like, lot of auto-tune on the vocals. <laughs> there is a lot of auto-tune. And I got into a fight with Isaac about this because I was like, I was like, oh man, the auto-tune. And then he's just like, no, there's no auto-tune. It's just a beautiful man singing. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is a lot of auto-tune. Um, but and it is it sort also of makes... a beautiful man singing. Yeah, of course. It can be both. Yeah. It can be both. There's there's points where the harmonies like in like the chorus it has these like thirds or... Just yeah, just simple triads, and um, yeah. they're so locked in and auto-tuned to the point where it almost sounds like um, like a synth or something. You know, it's these really yeah. I really love the melody. That's like hi, social butterfly. butterfly. It's so nice. Tell like, me you don't care for me. I mean, this definitely seems like something where people are like. Like, maybe it went viral because people are like, ha, 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 this is funny and this is, like, mm. so weird or whatever. And, like, yeah. the song is quirky and the guy's voice is strange. Like, mm. but, it like, it actually is, like, a really good song. Like, and yeah. without a shred of irony, um, like, I feel very sincerely that it's, like, a really nicely written song. I mean, this guy clearly yeah. has, like, a lot of musical talent. Mm. <clears throat> I, f- I feel like there's like a, it's like a cultural shift that kind of happened around this time, maybe like, because th- this video and song definitely fit into kind of the Tim and Eric sphere. Right. It's this thing that's a little bit like, you know, it's, yeah, like you were saying earlier, like it's almost outsider art or um, it's not really what you'd usually get from musicians. Yeah. Um, and it's instead of like a kind of point and laugh sort of thing it's more of like i i just really appreciate the fact that it's something different and that yeah definitely people out there and this is kind of like the positive thing about you know or one of the positive things about people being able to get their own gear and record and produce their own stuff is people who are a little bit different or do have a different taste or different voice or different whatever they have the capacity to produce and share their wonderful music yeah, that's like the utopian like version of the abilities of the internet is like yeah, it's this egalitarian thing. Anybody can make a song like this, upload yeah. it to YouTube, like literally anyone can can 
do that, like if they wanted to, you know, if they were dedicated mm. and got spent the time to record and make this video and they could they can share it with the mm. world. And then I guess yeah. the the flip side of that is like there's a lot of musicians out there that are maybe uh cynically trying to make well i don't even know if i want to call it cynical but just like mm -hmm. making kind of generic music uh trying to make yeah. money or trying to go viral or whatever of course yeah <clears throat> and and this is really the if you want to achieve that this is maybe conversely one of the best ways to do it is to be incredibly authentic yeah is to um, be uniquely yourself yeah and I, I think the, I got it a bit wrong before. It was Internet Comments Etiquette is the YouTuber that mm -hmm. unearthed this song. And he has a pinned comment here that says, just want to thank everyone for uploading this shining beacon of positive comment etiquette. Let us remember when we were, when we've, let us all remember where we were when we found the most proper and respectful comment section on YouTube. And <laughs> the feedback here from everyone is just, really nice and they're saying nice things to the musician yeah and um yeah the band yeah the band seemed to really appreciate it so it's sort of like maybe this marks like a bit of a shift in how you know um cringe culture and things like that i i was going to mention yeah. this in the previous episode but it didn't really come up but there was a youtuber who did kind of like cringe content where they kind of mocked just random people and things on the internet. I don't want to say who the YouTuber was. They're not on the platform anymore, but they were a very toxic person. And they did a video where they talked about our very own doomsday student. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And it was a really weird thing for me because I would go and watch this doomsday student video um, disappearing and really, you know, get a lot from it. And then one day, this was back when YouTube had dislikes. <clears throat> one day I went to it and it had like a thousand dislikes and yeah. all of these really, really hateful comments. Yeah. And it turned out that some YouTuber had just sat down and then been like, look at this video. This is one of the worst things I have ever seen. Like seriously, yeah. imagine doing this and releasing it on the internet. This is so cringe. And like, oh my God. And then all these little minions went out and they just abused our friends in doomsday student that's so weird it's so funny when like something that's clearly not designed for like the masses like yeah. somebody just will like grab it and be like huh look at this weird thing it's weird and it sucks yeah um it's like well why don't you just you know whatever celebrate that everyone is different and we live in a world of you know eight billion people and mm. You know, not everything is the freaking Beatles. And probably, yeah. actually, you may feel that way about certain Beatles songs. They're pretty weird, yeah, actually. Revolution so 9. Maybe that was actually a bad example for me to use. But um, No, no, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's correct. Go, not everything is should... Bruce Springsteen. Uh, no, I, I was know. thinking, like, when I think of those people, I think of, like, uh, what's that song? It was not your fault, but mine. Oh, yeah, it was Monk your heart on the line. Yeah, I imagine those people kind of being like really into the that. front line of like musical fascism. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so weird. Like, because there's just I mean, 
Like everybody on the internet has weird ways of expressing that they like or dislike something. Mm. It's like there's this like cringe, like hey, and like this thing sucks, man, like snarkiness. But then there's this like overly like positive, like almost toxic positivity, um, where people are like, oh, I just want to like love Star Wars, and like if you tell me that it sucks, then like that's you know. Mm then you're being so mean to me right now and you should just let people yeah. just like whatever they like without criticizing it. So it's it's yeah. so funny like and tricky to find that middle ground where like like you can be critical of things or think deeply about things or analyze stuff, which is what we do on this show, even though we are, I mean, we definitely err towards positivity because I feel like mm. if something is negative, like if we have negative feelings about it, Essentially, like, we don't exactly want to spend an hour talking about it. <laughs> yeah, of course not. I'd say we're that's not, the long not and the, the short of it. I've mentioned YouTuber who just yeah. wants to make mean content. Yeah, but not that I have an issue with negative criticism. But I don't mm. know. It's it's tricky to find the right middle ground of, like... Because you don't want to be... Yeah, you don't want to be too much of a hater. Because that is no mm. way to live. And it mm. is joyful to find things that you like and to celebrate things and then you don't mm. want to be too much of like a just like like i don't know i don't want to just like be like oh i can't wait for the new barbie movie Boo, i can't wait for the new barbie movie Boo, i can't wait for the new hot wheels movie Boo. like i like i don't want to be like a child without like a you know mm. just just like oh look new shiny thing blap yeah, I feel not like, to I feel not like to dismiss all of my friends who have said that they're looking forward to the Barbie movie because oh, I, 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 I I'm definitely going to watch it. Looking forward to it, yeah. Um, um, but just the the marketing is like uh, it's so incessant well, that it makes me I, feel. I, f- I feel like bad. I feel like that's that's the way that people like that's the way as consumers they want to keep people in that sort of state where you are just sort of just perpetually looking to purchase or do the next thing and get a bit yeah. swept up in marketing and stuff like that. It's like... It's like, do they want you in this like, infantile state, I guess? Yeah. Just it's like, you're either like... A, well, I mean, these are the two extremes, but like, you have these like permanent children who just, you know, like, it seems like they're not thinking about anything, you know, very deeply at all. Mm. <laughs> not to be, not to be dismissive of people who like, star wars or whatever like i also like all that stuff i also watched all the marvel movies and whatnot um Mm. and you know mostly enjoyed them um and then but like you have yeah there's permanent children and then like you have these people who just like all all they do is just like be haters all day and like feel so superior and it's just funny yeah but you know what's funny is like we've been both those people at some point in our lives you know of course yeah it's like like especially as a teenager i was so freaking judgy of like yeah i was awful like as a teenager just like being like Mm. oh you like that band (laughs) yeah and then and then you come back like a band that i liked like like, a year and a half before (laughs) yeah exactly but that but that that's that's totally it like growing up you just get this like yeah you're just shedding everything and learning and yeah yeah it's like a no it's a nice thing but yeah, I, I I feel I feel more I feel more in touch with those two elements the older I get. Yeah, it's good. It's one nice it's, thing um, about being older. 
yeah, I guess yeah, you you get older, you realize that not everything is um so black and white, I guess. Yeah, um, and you don't want to be a part of culture wars anymore. <laughs> you see yeah. people write things on the internet and you're like, "Uh, oh, all right. Whatever." Yeah, disengage. And go stare at the sun. I really feel like the way <laughs> forward is to just, yeah, not be on social media. And yeah, probably. But then how, will we, how else will we promote our wonderful podcast? I, how else will I make my weekly Instagram story post about musicals? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, so that was Fell in a Well. And we st- my God, tell you what, I we got still got one completely song. completely off on a tangent. <laughs> no, it's good. This is all part of it. It's a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's definitely a, sort of the a big reason why I picked this is because it's so uncanny and it's so different. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just looking. They got t-shirts for sale. That would be a really aesthetic shirt to own. Buy it. Out. Buy it. Buy oh. it now. Buy their, it. Their album, this is the best thing ever. Their album is called Life is Dope. That's great. Isn't that just the best message? Life yeah. Is dope. <laughs> I mean, that's what it all boils down yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like if, we, if I could just quickly divert back to the, some of the conversation we're having before um, yeah. regarding authenticity, things like that. It's, this is like people find this stuff and it is like beyond authentic because it, it almost appears untouched by, you know, extremely online culture and, Mm. irony and things like that and it's almost like the whole thing with cringe culture which i think we're kind of getting past now now it's things that are cringe are kind of we're just looking at them as more authentic Mm. and more like because of the fact that it's kind of socially maladjusted (laughs) i don't know how else to say it socially yeah that's different yeah i mean it's not even it it's just like it's just like I feel like Songwriter X has, um, I mean, I'm sure he has a Twitter account, but I'm sure that he's not, you know, he's not clicking on the trending topics. That's mm. what I feel like. Or like, you know, yeah. he probably has an, you know, of an exciting and vivid life outside of the computer. And then he probably logs yeah. on and he uploads his videos and like, and maybe he promotes them a bit, you know, somewhat. Um yeah, but I feel like that's yeah. the extent of it. I don't think that he's necessarily using the internet as this tool of like um, mass communication or, uh, you know, aside from his own little bubble. Yeah. There's a show that everybody yeah. should watch called Paul mm-hmm. T. Goldman. It's by the director Paul of Borat 2. Paul T. Goldman. And it's about, it's about a guy who um, basically he... He entered into this marriage um, in which his ex-wife was kind of scamming him. And then he wrote a book about it. Um, and it's about... Ah, it's so hard to explain. It's a TV series. He plays himself in all of the dramatic reenactments of what happened. And it's just this really interesting, unique character. And it's impossible to explain, but just look it up. And it's really takes some crazy twists and turns. Um, about somebody kind of, you know, narrativizing their own life. And um, and it's definitely somebody who is a very sweet person and, I don't know, kind of shows the effects mm. of the internet on somebody a little bit as well. Oh, anyway, cool. Anyway, sidetrack. I like that. Again. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. 
Yeah, a, a, a lot of media kind of reflects this kind of the way that we view ourselves and the way we view being real and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I want to check that out. Paul T. Goldman. Yeah. By so Jason Walliner. I, I typed in Paul T. Goldman and uh, <laughs> nothing came up. Um, yeah. Well, let's. should we get a bit bony? Let's get more bony. bony boys? I'm, I'm ready.
shout. Bernie boys, ignite. <laughs> I, I love this song so much. I think this is my favorite songwriter X song. It's, it's so cool. It's like the um the title is like something someone would do, like. I don't know. Just like with the fact that it's B O I instead of B O Y S. Yeah. Boys. It's Bernie boys. <laughs> it's so freaking cute. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Do you want to read out the song meaning from. Uh, yeah. I, I was just. I said that to Fen while it was playing. <laughs> so the meaning of the song Bony Boys from callmefred.com. The song is about a group of people called the Bony Boys who only have bones instead of flesh. They are a band of brothers who lost their mothers, and they love each other a lot. The bony boys are going to come for you and make noise with their music, but they live in a cloud and are very mysterious. Ooh. <clears throat> it's such an intriguing kind of description. <laughs> it just keeps stacking things on top of other things there's so many <laughs> details to this like they're they yeah. all have no mothers but they love each other a lot and that's nice so they're mm. kind of like a found family a chosen family if you will mm. um mm. and then but then they they're also musicians yeah which is awesome obviously we think that's awesome yeah and it's they the live best in a thing cloud. you can do really yeah the best thing is to be a musician who lives in a cloud and is very mysterious yeah that's what i aspire for yeah, I, lo I love the I love brother, mother, other. It's like one of the most like fun things about this band is a lot of the rhymes kind of just tumble in a really obvious way. Yeah, you got to do it. it. You got to get like... the the most clean rhyme. Yeah, none it's, of it's these always like incredibly half clean. Rhymes. Yeah, no half rhymes. It's just I feel like it's something that's written very intuitively, and it's kind of just released in that sort of state so it sort of captures a lot of the in the moment kind of and it's probably how they managed to be so prolific is they just um just can kind of have an infinite well of creativity to mine hey i just mentioned a well that's pretty funny well um, just don't fall in one that all all's, all's well that ends well imagine if you fell into just an infinite well <clears throat> That would be like where I'll copy and paste that for like an hour so it sounds infinite. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's just nice, nice, nice music. Nice yeah, is probably the, the word we're using a lot. I was trying to figure it out. There's like definitely some um, non-standard like chords, some stuff that doesn't just fit into the major key. Um, like I think it goes to the flat seven at some point. Hey, hey, Mister C I I. And then what's that chord? Bone, D. Bone. We are the bony boys. Yeah. So it's like one flat seven two one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so nice. And then I think at some point where it like modulates for a moment to the minor via a secondary dominant um, mm. to the relative minor. Just like nice, really That's classic a... songwriting techniques. Mm. Uh, but so, some of the melody yeah. for this is really interesting. Like it's really non-standard. Um, and I guess same for Fell in the Well. 
Yeah. Like some of the melodic ideas. It was like, oh, bony boys, they live in a cloud. Oi, oi. Yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. Goes back yeah. to the Mixolydian thing. Yeah. So it's really I, fun. I, I was, I was thinking this. I should. I was thinking we should probably talk about. We should maybe assume that there's not complete knowledge of modes for all of our listeners. But basically, a Mixolydian is like the normal major scale. Do re mi fa sol la ti do, except yeah. that T is flat by one note. Do yeah. re mi fa sol la ti do. Yeah. Um, we would call that. Oh, now I'm trying to remember my solfege at uni. If it would be te or ta or something. <laughs> right. See, I never uh, learned solf solfege. But the point is, yeah. I mean, you can hear the sound of it. Da 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 da. <laughs> yeah it has like kind of like a bit of a bluesy feel to it in some contexts yeah it's yeah like, yeah i i love mixolydian i used to really kind too. of not be into it that much because every single blues player would just do the same mixolydian scale but i feel like the mixolydian it has the slightly different feel to the blues because it doesn't have that minor third so like mm. it has this I can't even describe it, but just this real Mixolydian feel to it. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like... It's called the church modes, by the way. If you look it up on Wikipedia, it'll have like all the specific details if you're interested. Church modes. Mm. Um, Lydian is um, is a major scale with a sharp fourth note. So instead of do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do... It would be do re mi fa so do re mi mm. fa so yeah la ti do and there's a bunch of kind of like audio examples that people use to learn these modes. I feel like maybe you had maybe you did this too, but for me, like Lydian was like the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also a good way and to then, sing a tritone. Yeah, or like if you're a musical fan, Maria, Maria, I just and then if, if you're a um, if if you're a uh, what's that song? If you're an Usher fan, that's yeah. a good way to know a flat, a flat six. Really, that's yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really hard mode, but anyway. That's all kind of ear training stuff. Um, but yeah, it kind of helps to, I guess, understand some of the music here and what we talk about. Yeah, I, I, I really like I really like the Mixolydian here. It kind of has like a... The feeling it gives me is like one of like... Um, it's almost like, a, like peace. Like it feels very like... Uh, how's, how do I describe it? Like stable. It's yeah. kind of like... I feel like songwriter X knows something that I don't, mm. you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's got Peace something to do with, yeah. Maybe it's got something to do with the seventh or the flat seventh being like the first seven in the harmonic series. <laughs> maybe I'm reading too yeah, much into yeah. it. No, yeah. no, it's true that it has this very pleasant sound to it. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It's good. And nice. yeah, it's about skeletons. And I'm presuming it's the skeleton band who that it's about. Songwriter X plays with. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and it's it seems like a funky kind of. Yeah, it's very two thousands. It's very two thousands to me. Yeah, this like really positive kind of like disco vibe. Absolutely, everybody, 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 everybody in the whole wide world. And and in a way, this is kind of like a similar message. In a way, it seems just like a testament to his friends, the Skeleton Band. Yeah, all the bony boys in the whole wide world. Yeah. And my favorite standout moment is when he sings a band of brothers at the very end. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of like these like lyrical additions to the the last last few lines where he's just repeating things. And also something I only just noticed... All these songs have like two guitar solos at once. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's always a, they, a guitar duel. And it really like, it harmonizes really nicely. And the two melodies mm. always work really well together. I meant to talk about that mm. in Fell in a Well. Like yeah. just these sick guitar solos and then like another guitar solo starts and you're like, yeah, damn, how's that going to work? And then it just, it really does. <laughs> yeah. But I also love like, they're not like, they're not that in time with each other like like they're in time mm. with the song but they're just kind of like it's like a guitar duel that's it seems very off the cuff yeah um, definitely. and not like through composed which is cool yeah um it's just doing yeah, it by anyway. ear. so we're doing things different this time and i'm so glad we did because we've been talking for about three songs time but we've only done two songs so yeah yeah we're, we're, we're wrapping up our section where we talk about songwriter x and we're going to debut the song that i wrote um in the style of songwriter x can't wait yes i didn't get time to auto-tune all of it so you'll have to use your imagination okay but this song is called uh sometimes you find yourself alone other times Mm. you find yourself alone with your friends whoa it goes for eight minutes oh my god and so just get some water strap in make sure you're strapped in ready to go and shall we do a three two one sometimes you find yourself alone other times you find yourself alone with your friends yeah we should all right three three two two, one one. sometimes you find yourself yourself alone other times you find yourself alone with friends
I'm so sorry, Fen. I actually had the volume off. Do you mind if we just go through it one more time? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Ten more times. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> I feel like um, you do, you've done this thing before where it's almost like you write a song purposefully as like an endurance exercise for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I think it happened the first time I saw you played that song called Old Bill. Ah, yes. Um, Where it's just the same thing over and over, and it just, like, I think it just changes key up a semitone every time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's so funny. This has somehow even less development than Old Bill. Yeah. Yeah. But an extremely sick guitar solo for, like, seven minutes. Oh, thanks so much. I might go and put in a second one over the top. Now I've noticed that Xavier does it. Yeah, um, well, there was quite a lot of harmonies in the guitar solo, so mm, it's probably okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's funny because funny you mentioned Old Bill because both Old Bill and this song have really like nice social ties for me, like nice sort of memory things. So yeah. I used to sing Old Bill to my brother while he was playing halo and to to annoy him 
Yeah. Um, and that was like a fun little family thing. And I almost just produced the song and released it because I thought it would be funny to mess with my brother um, and release it, <laughs> <laughs> make it a full song. And then this, yeah. this theme, the sometimes you find yourself alone, this theme, I wrote that about eight years ago when I lived in a share house in Wollongong. Um, yeah. It was a great place where heaps of musicians lived there. It was a really cool environment. And I had this loop of me singing that with like a guitar in it. And I used to yeah. just like wake up in the morning, set my gear up and then hit the pedal and then it would play the loop and then just leave the house and just do other things <laughs> just while it would just play in the background. Sometimes you find yourself alone over and over and over and over again. Sometimes you find yourself alone with your friends. I thought yeah. that note was like a mistake at first and then I was like, oh no, it's not. That's just how the melody goes. Yeah, it's, no. it's, a, it's a weird melody. I think initially I, I played it with like a minor four to justify the because it's the aforementioned um uh what's it called what was the song do da do da do yeah 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 it's it's the yeah yeah it's aforementioned usher interval the minor six which doesn't fit diatonically in with what's going on but yeah i thought it would be funnier just to leave it as a little bit off yeah yeah, um, I like that it's a bit off. It has a kind of hypnotic quality, that loop. I can fully see how you would just like, you could just sing that over and over in your head. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see if I can <laughs> dig up the old loop for it because if I have it, that would be fun to add into the add into the pod. Nice. But yeah. yeah can, I, we I, can I, end with that. Yeah, <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, minutes. basically my, my mission for this song was just to ha- have fun and kind of be daggy and funny yeah the the verses were just completely improvised like kind of positive affirmation stuff yeah um (laughs) the pre-choruses were a little reference to the bony boys very nice we love those bony boys lying within yeah and yeah i tried to stick to simple rhyming schemes and yeah very nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and also the drum beat, because the drums are so clean on every Songwriter X thing. I just got like a YouTube stock drum beat that's at 100 Very BPM good. and just let it run over and over and over <laughs> just again. Just let so. it roll. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I also auto-tuned my voice for the first part, but not the second, because I think it got really tiring. I like the little uh, backing vocals as well. I like do that, do that, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, I feel like well, I can for, see for the lonely like, boys. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, the lonely <laughs> boys. Yeah. Um, I can see exactly how like you would have written this song. Like it reminds me of how you were writing all the different songs about towns. Like, yeah. I can just imagine <laughs> you doing the one layer of the backing vocals and being like, okay, next layer, let's go, and just doing it straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was waiting I was waiting to use the bathroom. I was just sitting in a towel and my housemate was in the bathroom and I was like, oh, I need something to do. <laughs> so I just sat here in this very chair and recorded that song. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel it's like good. it took probably roughly the duration of the song to also make the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, the only the only thing I tracked the whole way through was the bass, and you can tell because there's like 
some dud notes and things in there, but I just thought that was <laughs> funny. Do oh, you have a base now? I do have a base, yeah. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Um the one thing I wanted to mention chord wise is like the whole time it kind of follows a similar progression to Bony Boys, like the one flat seven and then I think yeah, I go to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yep. but the pre chorus <clears throat> the pre chorus goes like one, three, four, five. Mm. And that's just a reference to the fact that yeah, songwriter X will just kind of put in these um put in these really random but pretty chords in like a rock song. Yeah. Like in um yeah, in in in, in Bony Boys, particularly that chorus, Bony Boys gonna come for you. Da 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 da, da, da. oh Bony Boy. It just goes in like a harmonic excursion seemingly out of nowhere. And mm. that's a cool little um idiosyncrasy of this band. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Cool. cool. So that was that was everything and we finished banking our episodes for the day, so we're going to go eat some food probably and definitely do some stuff. But yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, that's five stars on Spotify. Do it Would for be nice. Do that for me. Review on Apple Music. Do that for Fen. Yeah. I represent Spotify. Fen represents <laughs> Apple. Yeah, I represent um, Apple. Uh, and what else can you do? Follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends, go and celebrate yeah. music and go and listen to Songwriter X. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Yes. Sweet. And, and buy our album, which maybe we'll have out by now. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe it will never come out. <laughs> no. <laughs> it must. <laughs> the people must hear these songs. I reckon, I reckon a staggeringly small percentage of our listeners actually get to these excellent songs that we're that we're creating i think you're right yeah yeah <laughs> who knows all right so much work as well it's so much work <laughs> but it is so good for the creative spirit <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah see see true. you bye see, see you bony boys later music rules bye bony boys music rules